BeastNet is brought to you by James Safety Services and in partnership with Beast OCR. Here we discuss all things OCR and fitness related, running, endurance, conditioning, wrecking, and more. Welcome to BeastNet. Hey, everybody out there in BeastNet land, Hammer here. And on this episode, we're talking with Brianne Showman. Uh, she's going to talk a little bit about uh, her podcast, uh, How They Functional, and uh, how you can, you know, how you can listen to that, and you know, maybe branch out your your listening experience. Brienne, how about uh, we jump right into it? Uh, give us a little bit about yourself, uh, what you like to do, and you know, uh, what your podcast is all about. Awesome, sounds great. Yeah, so I am, like I said, I'm Brienne. I am a physical therapist by trade. Um, what I absolutely love doing, though, is helping athletes just become more resilient. Um, I spent years in the let's fix injured people stage, and I decided that was not the best route for people to go. So my mission now is just to create resilient athletes, highly functional humans, essentially, and uh, so we can actually compete longer, train longer, and just live a longer quality of life. Um, and that's essentially what my podcast is all about as well. I'm covering all sorts of topics of fitness, of physical therapy, nutrition, um, talking to different athletes on how they've overcome injuries, um, getting into some mindset work in it as well. So really covering all aspects of just being a highly functional human in, in life, not just in sport. Awesome. I'm kind of curious, what, what gets you into being into physical therapy like what what basically got you started in that and what motivates you to keep doing it so my initial thought or my initial reasoning i i'm one of the few actually will preface this by i'm one of the few that actually went from high school into college with a plan and never changed that direction so i in high school i know right (laughs) not normal (laughs) um but i in high school i knew i wanted to do something medical But even then, I was seeing that physicians were very just in the room, out of the room, not really spending a lot of time with people. So I I had no desire to do anything like that. Being an athlete throughout high school, I had, like any athlete, you have injuries. And so I'd gone to physical therapy a couple times and saw, one, the benefits of it. But two, it's an amazing field that you get to work with active individuals, or you can work with active individuals, you know, depending on what direction you choose to go. Uh, and so that's the direction I chose and uh, have absolutely loved it every day since. What are some of the best areas to focus on as far as your body is concerned for um, for preparing for races? Because um, like me personally, I have lower back issues. Um, I, I had an injury at work. I um, sprained the lower lumbar of my back, um, and I was out for quite a while. And uh, that was definitely not um, something that I wish on anyone. Um, so what are some of the best ways that we can prepare ourselves physically um, for an obstacle course race or even just for you know any physical exertion whatsoever? Um, I know that a lot of the time um, I try to focus on core at least that's for me, just because of my back. Um, but uh, but yeah. So I mean, what are some of the where or some of the the best ways that we can prepare ourselves um, physically for for an OCR event or or any sort of physical exertion? Awesome. I love that question. It's a really great question, actually. When kind of the most common injuries I see um, when we're talking, I'm going to go two directions with this. When we're talking lower extremity, 
a lot of issues we I see both down the chain in the knee and up the chain in the low back is due to the hip. Most people, because we sit a lot, um, because we just don't know how to strengthen the muscles properly in that hip and pelvis region, um, we pick up really bad habits over the span of our lives. Um, there's actually some really good research that has shown like even like grade school children from starting to sit in school have already changed their movement patterns from when they were younger. And so as we carry this on throughout our lives, as our hips get tight, our hips get weak, we start moving improperly, meaning our knees start to collapse in a little bit when we're walking or jumping. We're lifting with our backs uh, more than we are with our hips. And just those things alone can cause a lot of injuries. Um, a lot of these lifting injuries we see, a lot of running injuries I see are due to weakness or tightness and or tightness in the hips. Moving up the chain, we all know an obstacle course racer or 10 that have dealt with shoulder issues, uh, especially with hanging obstacles. A lot of times what happens with the shoulders is we know how to strengthen the big muscles on the outside, our delts, our traps, our biceps, our triceps, all those big muscle groups. We don't know actually how to strengthen, unless you've been to therapy or worked with a coach that knows this, a lot of us don't know how to actually strengthen the shoulder blade muscles so the shoulder blade moves right, how to actually move that shoulder blade right, and how to stabilize that shoulder in order to protect it so we aren't getting these injuries. And so a lot of times, a lot of these shoulder injuries that I see, unless you take a fall to it or, you know, you took a, a bad jar to that shoulder for a reason, a lot of these shoulder injuries are very, I hate using the word essentially, but are very preventable um, because we can do so much in order to get that shoulder more stable, moving better in order to decrease our risk of a lot of these injuries that we get. Yeah. <clears throat> awesome. Um, what do you feel is the most challenging part about being um, a physical therapist in general? The most challenging part is also the part I love the most about it. Our bodies are all connected. We're very interconnected. And so most times when we get, unless we take like an actual trauma to an area, the majority of times that we have pain pop up, that's not the actual cause of the injury or of the pain itself. And so it becomes this big puzzle of, is it, you know, we'll take the knee for example. Is it because the hip isn't moving right? Is it because the ankle or foot isn't moving right? Maybe it's referred pain from the back. There's a lot of pretty much any pain that we get could be coming from a number of areas. And it's our job as therapists to really kind of dive in and break it down and, um, you know, be that scientist essentially of discovering, you know, what's causing the pain that's going on. Um, because we can treat the symptoms all day, but unless we actually figure out what's causing that issue, that pain is just going to continue coming back. Yeah. <clears throat> that's awesome. I love puzzles. And uh, <laughs> so um, I like how you said that, you know, our bodies are basically like one, one big puzzle, especially when figuring out what, um, what our ailments are and stuff like that. Um, so I, I can definitely see how the most challenging aspect is the most enjoyable. Um, and, you know, it's, it's always good to challenge yourself. And, and that's one of the cool things about um, not just OCR, but like podcasts and stuff like that. I, I know we talked a little bit before about how I get 
I get kind of anxious and stuff before episodes just because it's, you know, I'm, even though I'm a really social person um, and I like meeting new people, I still get, I still get really nervous. Um, I do much better in a, like an actual, um, you know, in real life situation, um, meeting people in person. Um, for me, meeting people over, you know, like internet or meeting people over the phone and stuff like that is very, um, is very, it's like a disconnected, impersonal kind of way. I mean, you can still get to know people, but in a way it's, to me, it's just seems so disconnected. And, um, but for me, that's a challenge and, and I like doing it. And that's one of the big reasons I enjoy doing um, podcasts and interviews and, and stuff like that is because it's a challenge for me. And, um, you know, I know we talked about earlier, we, I, I like to do this for fun and, you know, it's becoming what Don and Mike and everybody say is a labor of love. And essentially it is. I mean, it's, it's, I started out doing this um, because, you know, Mike was like, Hey, you want to join in and put the amount of episodes and stuff like that. And, you know, just have a little bit of fun. I feel like you've got a knack for this. And at first I was really nervous, like, Oh my gosh, what am I going to do? I've never been, I've never been on this kind of platform before. I've never, you know, put myself out there to be examined by the general public. And especially in such a, I wouldn't say microscopic area of life, but like, you know, just in not to pigeonhole myself into just OCR, but like in general, you know, we're focusing on on a topic that's really specific. And for me, it was like a challenge, like, man, I, you know, I'm not definitely not an expert in this field. You know, I like to get out and race and have fun. And I don't compete like on an elite level or a professional level. So I always get this kind of weird, I don't know, like apprehension because I'm not, I'm not a professional in any way for this sport. And, and so like, I think, man, you know, what kind of authority do I, what kind of authority do I have? And uh, in this aspect, to actually be on a podcast for uh, OCRs and stuff. And, um, and I, you know, I just, I realized it's just a challenge and it's fun and I like to do it. So, you know, why not? We don't always have to be extremely good at or extremely knowledgeable on the things we do when we first start out on them. So for me, it's, uh, this is also a big puzzle and a big challenge for me. I was going to ask you after that, I was gonna be like, oh, what's, what's your most enjoyable part about being a physical therapist and but it's great though because um you know that totally answered both questions in one and now a word from our sponsors does your business need first aid aed osha flagging or other safety training james safety services is your one-stop shop find them on facebook today at james safety services wa and ask for a quote on hosting your training needs and we're back I like that, the, the fact that we can equate ourselves to puzzles and being challenging um, in challenging situations. I was actually going to say, I just wanted to say something in response to, to what you were saying as far as with the podcast and, you know, talking to these people or just not feeling like you know enough. And also, like, that's what I feel like that's what I've come to love and found beautiful about doing my podcast. Because I was kind of in that same boat for a long time. And then I got to a point that it's like, I get to talk to people who are smarter than me. I get to talk to elite athletes who are way better than me and on a regular basis and learn a ton. And it's amazing to be able to just, like, I get people on my show almost from, for a selfish reason, because I'm like, they're smart and I want to learn what they know. <laughs> <laughs> and we'll just share it with my audience in the po- in the process. But to be honest, like, that's, yeah. like, I reach out to people who know more than I do so I can learn. And, and it's just a fun process now. Oh, yeah, it definitely is. 
which actually was funny because I was getting ready to ask you about your podcast and what, uh, you know, what you liked about talking with other racers. And (laughs) and so it's like, it's almost like we're on the same wavelength here. You're reading my mind, you know, ESPN or something. Um, but yeah, you know, and, and like I said, I listened to a couple um, episodes. I mean, tidbits here and there. I I have a really short commute to work, and that's usually when I listen to different podcasts and stuff like that. And usually, a lot of the time um, that I'm driving to work, I I try to listen to podcasts. And I don't really listen to a lot of music on the way to work anymore, just because being a a parent, that's usually my quiet time, and I've learned to really embrace silence because every every day is just so hectic and and loud with children and so my commute to work is usually my quiet time just to you know kind of disconnect from all the noise but i've started listening to podcasts it's like a 20 minute commute so i don't have like i listen to every podcast episode in tidbits and so sometimes i have to kind of rewind to refresh my you know my memory of what's going on so but yeah, like I said, I, you know, I've I've been listening to a couple of episodes here and there of Highly Functional, and I actually really enjoy, you know, every bit about it. I know that uh, one of the, I think the most recent one I listened to, going back here just to kind of look, was I, I think it was, you were talking with uh, Brian. I think it's Brian Sims. Brad Sims. Brad. Brad. Brad Sims. I, but anyway, yeah. Um, and you were, we had been. Um, you had been talking about like functional movement system and stuff like that. And um, I actually found that quite informational, which is great because I, normally I'm listening to podcasts that are, you know, for fun and stuff like that. And to actually listen to an episode where, you know, you're like, wow, you know, there's actually somebody that really focuses on specific areas of self-improvement. Not that this is a new thing. It's just new for me. You know, I've I've only been recently like, for lack of a better term, thrown to the wolves in the world of podcasts. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, so I don't, you know, I up until this past year, I'd never really even listened to any podcasts, and getting kind of put in this, uh, you know, in this awesome situation that I'm in now. No sarcasm intended, because it's totally, totally awesome. I and I'd never really even listened to podcasts before. Uh, this year. And so now that I've started listening, I'm like, wow, this is a thing. Like, like people actually like get on here and talk about this stuff. And, and so listening to that, I, I really actually got interested in listening to more. And I've, I've kind of made it this weird goal of mine to, and not, I don't know how many people actually make it a goal to podcast every day. Um, you know, you can only listen to so much talk radio. Um, at least that's what my, <laughs> okay. that's, that's something that, one of my other friends was like, man, you listen to podcasts? And I'm like, yeah. And he's like, man, I can only take so much talk radio before it starts just becoming, you know, mumblings to me. And, um, <laughs> and, and I, I, it's not that I necessarily convinced him that they were enjoyable. It's just that I kind of conveyed to him that it was like, hey, this is honestly, it's actually pretty interesting. And um, so now he's kind of made it like his thing. He's like, okay, well, I'll see if there's something out there that I enjoy too. And I, I don't really know if he's even come up with anything, but, um, but for me, I really enjoy, um, especially, you know, I'm big into having fun and I like comedy and stuff like that, but I really enjoy listening to, since I've, you know, gotten into um, OCR in the past couple of years, I really enjoy listening to OCR based podcasts. And, um, and then this one I hadn't even really heard of until Don said, Hey, you're going to be, you know, talking with, um, Brianne. And I was like, Oh, okay, 
cool. Let me, you know, let me check out hers. And I actually really enjoyed that episode with, uh, with Brad. And it actually got me to, to thinking a lot about my daily functional movement and, and stuff like that. So I've, I've really been trying to kind of focus on, even though I, I do focus on my core a lot, especially for my back, just because it's, it's not like, it's not like the greatest of backs, you know, um, they, they say once you injure your back, it's never the same again. And um, I can definitely testify to that, but I've really started ever since I listened to that episode, I've really started trying to really pinpoint what exercises and what physical things I do affect how my back feels. And, um, and so for me, it was just kind of, um, it was kind of an eye opening thing just to sit back and listen. And then I really started to think, man, wow, what can I, what can I actually physically do to make my back better all the time? And it just, it really started to kind of sink into me that like, I should really look into how my functional movements are affecting me. I love it. Like I never even really realized that people talk about this stuff on a regular basis, let alone a podcast. That's awesome. I'm glad that you picked up some good stuff from that. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's really awesome. You know, I, I really appreciate, you know, you basically getting out there and like you said, you're, you're learning um, from other people and I feel like I'm kind of in the same situation. I'm just, you know, since I'm so new to this, it's still a, a very big learning process. And I really do enjoy getting out more from people that, you know, know, know more than I do. I don't know. It's, it's just a lot of fun. I really can't stress enough how much fun it is. I can, I can tell that you have a lot of fun with your podcast. It's nice to know that there are people out there that actually want to want to take the time and, and devote the time to putting themselves out there to help others, you know, whether it be recovery or, you know, preparation, you know, even just to motivate. And that's one of the things I like about when Mike was doing his motivational Mondays, he talks to people who have had like really serious injuries. You know, they come back from these injuries and they motivate people. And, you know, you have some of the other like success stories where people have lost like a ton of weight and, you know, all of a sudden they're like a, you know, an elite athlete and, you know, and it's, it's actually really motivational um, to listen to that stuff. And I never would have imagined that just listening to people talk about, you know, functional movements would be motivational as well. So like, you know, I, I know that you have a lot of fun with it and that's great, you know, and I, I love listening to it now. So thank you for putting that out there, you know, actually taking the time to, you know, get out there and have these discussions with other individuals. You're welcome. So kind of on the um, on the race aspect of things, I really like to talk. <laughs> I love talking about races, which actually usually leads into talking about community, and that's like a huge thing. That's one of the biggest things we always. I think every episode we we talk about the community aspect of it. Um, what would you say is probably your most I don't know your most memorable race moment. For me, I think like it goes back to pretty like my first race in OCR just because, I mean, I've been doing CrossFit for a long time. I've been a runner for a long time. But then when you're pulled into OCR, when you haven't really been training obstacles, when it's just kind of a like, let's get out there and see what happens type thing before you like totally fall in love with it after that first race. Um, <laughs> I uh, So it's kind of just approaching some of the different obstacles that um, – you know, I had never even attempted before, let alone, you know, ne never practiced before, let alone attempted. And so just to be able to get on those obstacles and be able to accomplish them, not knowing like what I was doing or if I'd be able to, and my technique was probably all over the place, but you know what? I did it. And, <laughs> and so just kind of that, <laughs> like, who knows if I did vendor right or in any 
efficient sort of manner. But you know what? I got over it. So that's all that matters. Um, But yeah, just that accomplishment of like, let's just go and see what happens because I've never done this in my life and, and, uh, you know, have fun with it and, and ended up doing really good and had, I think my only fail was the spear throw. So, which is still my nemesis. Um, But uh, yeah, just essentially, (laughs) essentially, yeah, it's my first race and just kind of the, Let's go have fun, see what happens, and see what we can accomplish. And now, a word from our sponsors. Do you like challenges that are fun, tough, and might use tacos? Head on over to BeastChallenge.com and check out our upcoming events, including Beast's 5K+, a combination of race and endurance event, and the Bucket Mile. Keep an eye on the Beast's OCR Facebook group for event gatherings. For more information, head on over to BeastChallenge.com and the Beasts OCR Facebook group. You'll be glad you did. And we're back. Um, I can't say that my first memory of an OCR race is, like, really my favorite. Um, I did enjoy the time that I had out there. Um, For the listeners that have heard this story before, I'm sorry you're hearing it again. Um, (laughs) But, uh, but no, my first... um, I think my first uh, OCR experience was we did a, I think it was a Warrior Dash. And I always, I always contemplate this, whether it was a Warrior Dash or a Warrior Dash or a Rugged Maniac, but I'm pretty sure it was a Warrior Dash. Um, we, uh, my brother-in-law, um, Don, who you've had contact with before, um, his, um, at the time, um, his sister and I, we were actually just dating. And um, she was like, hey, my, my brother's doing this, you know, Warrior Dash or whatever. I'm pretty interested in it. Let's go do it. And I was like, all right, fine. You know, I don't really like, um, at the time I was just, I was super lazy and didn't like physical exertion and like getting out and doing any running or whatever. And, um, so we go and do this, you know, and and I'm like, man, this is actually a lot of fun. The, you know, just traversing the terrain and, um, you know, like getting through some of the obstacles, you know, wow, that water's really cold. So um, we get to this section where there's like these trenches and I don't know if they were supposed to be filled with water. I I really don't think they, at the time I thought they were, but I don't think they were. Um, But they were like, I think like four feet deep or so. um, And about, I'd say probably about three to four feet um, in width as far as like, you know, jumping over them or um, running over, over and jumping. So running and jumping over these trenches. And there's like, I don't know, like eight or nine of them. And the very last one um, is it's got like a little like, um, like a trapeze type thing. And I remember the right before we went um, to that obstacle, there was a water obstacle where they're just hitting you with all kinds of water as you're like going across one of these little balance. And your hands are wet, you know, you, you jump over all these other trenches and you get to this last one and it's got a trapeze. And um, at least that's what I'm calling it anyway, because I, I know no other term um, because this was a straight circus for me. So um, the um, <laughs> you, you have to jump up and grab it and swing across. And um, so I grab it or I jump up, grab it and I swing across and I make it, but it's weighted. And so... It, that way it can return to its original starting position. And so um, as I was letting go, the it was returning back to its original position and it caught like the, basically the tips of my fingers and it pulled me off balance. And I, I fell back into this pit and it was like, like I said, like four feet deep or so. And I remember falling back into this pit and then like kind of blacking out for a second. 
And um, turns out I had like whacked my head pretty hard on some rocks. And, and um, so like I had no clue where I was at at the time. Like momentarily, I was just out of it. Um, <laughs> and um, I woke up, not really woke up, but I just, I came back to and was like, you know, I'm basically seeing stars and I'm like, oh my, where am I at? Why does my head hurt so bad? And, um, and I'm like looking at the sky and then like I see Don and he like reaches over the edge of this thing and he's like, all right, come on, get up. You're all right. And I'm like, what the heck am I doing? Like, and I literally had to think about it for probably like a good five to 10 seconds of where I was at, what I was doing. Um, and eventually it sank back in, you know, oh, I'm doing this, doing this OCR event. And, um, so I, you know, I get up out of the pit and like, there's a whole bunch of people asking if I'm okay. And they're like, maybe I should go to the medic tent and all that. And I'm like, no, 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 I'm good. I'm good. I'm, you know, playing it tough. And, um, we get about another quarter to, you know, a third of a mile down the, um, down the course. And I'm like, man, I'm really sweating really bad back here. And, um, and so I reach back and I'm like, oh, there's blood. And, um, so it was, uh, it wasn't, yeah, it was not sweat at all. It was, um, it was blood. And so I was like, oh man. And I started like, you know, kind of exploring the area a little bit more. And it was like, man, there's, there's little pebbles sticking out of the back of my, my scalp here. Um, great. So, um, you know, trudged on through the race and, and finished it and, um, went, you know, went over and to the little, uh, first aid tent afterwards. And they just kind of, um, you know, just kind of wiped me off, cleaned me off a little bit and, you know, passed me up and said, here you go. It's really not that bad. And it's just because it's a small, you know, small head injury. It seems like it's, you know, really, really a big thing. And, um, but it's really all it was, was just a, like a superficial, you know, cut or whatever. And so it really wasn't that bad. And, um, <laughs> and in my mind, I remember going, man, that was crazy. And then the next thing I remember thinking after that was, man, this is a hell of a lot of fun. I want to do this again. <laughs> and so, so yeah, so like um, that in and of itself, it was, um, it was kind of nerve wracking for me. Cause like I said, I'd never done it before. I wasn't really a big fan of physical exertion. You know, it was basically just a, a couch potato and I still kind of am in certain aspects um, just because graveyard does that to me when I work like really weird hours. I, I tend to come home and want to do nothing just because I'm keeping such weird hours. So um, these, this was all back when I was like on, on a regular daytime schedule, seven to three at work. And I actually um, really enjoyed doing a lot of that stuff and um, challenging myself. And, and a lot of, I, I don't know if I necessarily have one specific favorite race memory in general. I think a lot of them kind of tie into each other as one giant event. It's just like, you know, there's a lot of like time lapse in between. If I had to really pick one, it would actually be recently when Mike, Don, and I did did the Tough Mudder, and we'd never done a Tough Mudder before. And um, we'd always been kind of like, as Mike likes to say, exclusively Spartan. And um, so we had kind of branched out, and Don was like, "Oh yeah, we're gonna we're gonna get shocked." And I was like, "Yeah, no, I'm not doing that crap." And honestly, it really wasn't as bad as I thought it was gonna be. Um, I remember getting getting shocked and was like, Oh, that, that smarts. Um, but by the end of, by the end of crawling through this little, like little aisle that they had created, um, I was actually more concerned about the pain in my knees because we were crawling on rocks. And, um, you know, by the time we got to the end of it, you know, it was like, yeah, you know, I'm getting shocked, but I'm, I really don't care. And, um, <laughs> it kind of, a it, yeah. And it, and it really sucked at the time, but at the time, um, I, like I said, I was more focused on the pain in my knees because I'm just a weenie when it comes to, 
you know, having rocks digging into my knees and stuff. And I know, I don't know why I never really thought about bringing knee pads to an event. And, you know, like I said, this is all still pretty much new to me. I learn every single time I'm at an event, I learn something new. Um, and I just happened to see these, uh, these ladies that had uh, volleyball knee pads that they were just basically had like on their ankles until they got to a, a crawling obstacle. And they're like, Oh, let's put these on. I'm like, that is so genius. Like I never would have thought of that. Like, come on. <laughs> but the, the shocking, um, like the electroshock stuff was, um, was terrifying to me. And I, I absolutely hate electricity, but um, well, I mean, I love the, the perks of having electrics. Don't like being shocked by it. Um, so, um, but that actually ends up being probably the most standout, memorable thing for me was just the time that we kind of pushed ourselves to to do it, whether or not we wanted to or not. And it really showed me a lot about how I feel like I'm in control of my mental processes, and I feel like I am in control of how I'm going to do certain things. But then when I get presented with that moment, I'm like, then I really start to get, you know, into the debate section of my brain where I'm like, okay, no, you're not doing this. Yes. Oh, no, you're not. And so it's like that whole little, like, you know, angel devil thing on the shoulder. And, um, and so I, um, I really like that, um, that aspect of it. And that's, I think that's probably my favorite thing besides um, community is that I get to the point where I'm challenging myself enough um, to where I do things that I wouldn't normally do. Like I do obstacles and tasks that like, if I normally would have just looked at it three years ago, I'd have been like, yeah, you're insane. And now I look at it with, you know, the aspect of, yeah, you're insane, but I'm still going to do it. Um, and, um, but I think that's probably the, the, the best thing I can come up with as far as um, a positive, uh, my favorite memory is just getting to that, that point where I like, I really thought I was in control of what I was doing, but my mind had other things planned for me. And then I just said, screw you brain. I'm going to do it anyway. So that's very cool. So do you have any like personal promotional or like sponsorship shout outs that you want to put out there? Um, uh, don't really have any sponsorships, but um, just kind of promotional stuff. I actually going back to the shoulder thing from before I have an oh, okay. online program called Resilient Shoulders. And it's based, it's an online library of all sorts of different exercises that most people don't think about when it comes to um, creating that stability in the shoulders and uh, to just keep, yeah, essentially to keep our shoulders good and healthy so they, we can actually maintain them over all the different hanging obstacles, heavy presses, pushes, pulls, everything that we do. Um, so that I do have right now. Um, and then, as always, I am always happy to have conversations with anyone who's dealing with any issues, has coaching questions, training questions, injury questions, and just kind of see, um, see how I can help people out. Cool. You know, before we lead out of the episode, um, do you have any, like, words of encouragement or anything like that to, to lead us out? Yeah, of course. Uh, so, yeah, regardless of what level of athlete you are, um, you know, the, the thing with OCR is how – if you've been to us for a while, I'm sure you know newer athletes. It's just, it's dealing with obstacles in OCR is definitely a challenge. It's a mental challenge. There's a lot of fear that goes on with it. Um, but it's such a, so relatable to life and that if we can, you know, just get yourself to get over that fear of whatever the obstacle issue is or whatever the challenge is with that obstacle, um, it's all a learning experience. It's all, we're always, whether you are an elite or you are just beginning, it's, we're all learning and 
during out the entire process. We're working on perfecting things or improving things, and uh, it's something to not get frustrated about. It's something just to have your misses, grow, um, learn from, grow from, and go attack again. Awesome. I totally 100% agree. In the past couple of years that I've been doing OCR, man, you know, I've had to learn to embrace my failures and learn from them and pick myself back up and then know that, hey, I'm going to have to, you know, learn better form for that, or I'm going to have to train a specific area of my body to, you know, my, my big, um, my big area is grip strength and upper body. Um, <clears throat> so now, you know, when I, when I first started, I didn't know that. And it's like, you know, I was completely and totally green to the whole thing. And now I know where my focus lies. And I mean, I've got, um, I like to say that I have power in my legs for days because I feel like I do. Like my legs have always been, um, have always been there for me. I could always use my legs to do you know, whatever, except for climbing, you know, climbing a rope right now because my, I don't have, I don't have the grip strength to even like support myself for like a millisecond on a rope to get my feet positioned in order to, you know, basically um, climb up a rope. Um, but uh, which actually I haven't, I haven't listened to that episode yet, but I'm going to because that's that's my next obstacle that I'm really trying to challenge myself to complete next time is the rope climb. Um, well, I do so, have, if you're interested, I do have a rope tra- rope climbing training program as well. Just don't know. Oh, awesome. <laughs> oh yeah. Hey, there's there's nothing wrong with self promotion. You know, everybody else. Yeah, I do actually. You're, you're putting yourself out, but I mean, it is. Yeah, that's I, how we get I, ourselves out. Absolutely. Yeah, I do have a rope climb training program. It's for all levels of climbers. I have it set up for depending on what your ability level is. Um, you know, do these drill. It's like this is where you're at right now. Let's work on these drills. If this is where you're at, let's do this drill. These drills and uh, really have it set up really nicely. So. Um, if awesome. you well, or anyone you. else wants to pick up or wants that information, I can definitely get that to you as well. Awesome. Yeah, I'm I'm super totally like completely interested in that because I I have no idea where to start. I have, you know, I'm I'm usually like a DIYer, so I like to you know do research online and watch videos and stuff like that. But I I realize especially when it comes to physical aspects and doing certain things, um, you know it's completely different than sitting there watching it and knowing that you have an outside understanding of it. Once you try to get into actually doing it yourself, especially, um, I realize, yeah, none of that was even like, sure, I have information on it, but none of that is even applicable until, you know, I learn how to do it physically. So, um, so yeah, I'm, I'm totally interested in that. I actually will be looking that up and, um, um, yeah, if, I mean, if you could, shoot me the information, um, you know, either that or, or Don, I know he would give it to me. That would be great. Cause I, I totally yeah. want to tackle that in my next, uh, my next event. I, I want to be able to actually get up there and do it. And, um, or at least, you know, even just make it halfway up. Like at this point, I can't even make it past the bottom. So, um, yeah, I think a lot of that, just, yeah. Well, thank you, Brianne, so much for being a part of today's episode. Um, I know it was kind of hodgepodge here and there and, um, you know, and I, I, I take a lot of credit for that just because, um, I, I have such a hectic schedule and, and whatnot. I, um, I, I really have not, uh, I'm, I'm kind of a procrastinator when it comes, <laughs> when it comes to doing my research <laughs> for episodes and stuff like that. So, um, but, uh, you know, that being said, I, I honestly would love to, I would honestly love to take the time to talk to you again in the future. You know, this, this doesn't, uh, 
this doesn't like for me i guess it doesn't end here i really like to keep in you know in contact with the people that i've talked to and you know kind of reach out every once in a while and, and um so um yeah i mean I, I would definitely love to do this again in the future and i really look forward to um you know looking at your uh, your clinic for the the rope climbing and stuff like that and, and uh, i think it'll be a lot of fun really but uh, thank you again uh, for being part of the episode and thank you again for your you know for your podcast and doing what you do um you know it's it's really it's phenomenal i really enjoy watching others and, and hearing others and about their experiences and, and the stuff that they have uh for improving because you know it's um you know it's it's kind of like uh i don't know it's it's awesome to just try to be a better version of of what you are right now absolutely and uh thank you so much for having me on and i would love to get on here again and talk about whatever yes. you want in the future <laughs> well hopefully next time i'm a little bit more prepared um <laughs> <laughs> No worries. That was um, fun. I enjoyed it. <laughs> yeah, awesome. Well, like I said, thanks again. Um, and uh, we will definitely do this in the future. You have yourself a great night, and, uh, you know, we'll talk again. All right. Sounds good. Thank you. <laughs> Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to the BeastNet Podcast. If you haven't done it yet, find us on Facebook. Like and share the podcast. Give us a review on iTunes or Spotify. All these things will help to expand the show in the future. This show is brought to you by James Safety Services in partnership with Beast OCR. Don't forget to subscribe and let us know what you think and what you like to hear. You can find us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or at beastocr.com.